Two Indiana pizza shops are being fined for not reporting the murder of their delivery drivers. And will your cat eat your dead corpse? Also, a woman tried making a dead possum repent in the middle of the street. These are the weird stories for Thursday. This is Weird AF News. I'm your host, Jonesy. This is the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. And let's gonna... Let's gonna? Let's do it. You're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. Yay! Two Indiana pizza shops have been fined for not reporting the deaths or murders, rather, of their delivery drivers. Ooh. Let's dig deep on this one. Gary, Indiana. I want to know. Why are all these pizza delivery drivers in Indiana getting murdered? And why aren't the pizza shops telling the authorities? Two pizza shops in northwestern Indiana face fines because they allegedly didn't report that two delivery drivers were killed on the job. The Indiana Department of Labor, they are fining Rico's Pizza $750. That doesn't seem like a very hefty fine for not telling the world that your pizza delivery driver was murdered. But okay, uh, it's Indiana. Uh, they're being fined seven fifty for not reportedly, uh, uh, for not prompt, sorry, promptly reporting the shooting death of sixty-year-old delivery driver Philip Hearn. The Indiana Department of Labor is also fining Luigi's P- Pizzeria one thousand five hundred dollars for not immediately reporting the death of thirty-year-old David Shelton, who was killed during a botched robbery. Uh, for some reason, Luigi's is fined twice as much as Rico's. I assume because uh, the older the delivery driver, the less the fine for not reporting. Because, eh, the guy's so old, yeah, we're all expecting him to die anyways. So we'll give you a smaller fine for that. I don't know. I'm trying to find a pattern here. But it's 1500 for the 30-year-old murdered delivery driver and 750 for the 60-year-old. <laughs> so it's half. Uh, a 90-year-old's only going to get... If the, if the pizza shop doesn't report the murder of a 90-year-old delivery driver, it's only going to be about 150 bucks. <laughs> That's what's going on. <laughs> Unbelievable. Why would you shoot a 60-year-old delivery pizza delivery driver, by the way? Just want to know. What's going on in Indiana? And then shooting another one uh, during a botched robbery. Now, that sounds a little fishy here. This was a... Uh, a pizza delivery driver who was killed during a botched robbery, but the pizza places are only fined for not reporting the shooting if they're killed on the job. But was he robbing a store or a bank during his pizza delivery operating hours? That's what I'm wondering. And if so, why should they have to report it? He was robbing somebody. He was robbing somebody. He was he was all off on the doing something else. In other words, he wasn't delivering pizzas. He was he was botching a robbery. I'm very confused here. I'm sorry I'm not so smooth on this particular article, but it's just confusing. According to the Indiana laws, businesses must report any employee's death as a result of a work-related incident to the Occupational Safety and Health Administration. Yeah, well, one of the guys was shot while delivering, right? The other guy was shot while botching a robbery. So I don't understand why they got to report the second one. Overall, though, I don't understand why these pizza places are really delaying the information about the murdering of your pizza delivery drivers. I mean, I don't understand why you would keep that. What What's the benefit of not telling people unless you had something to do with it? I don't know. 
The Northwest Indiana Times reached out to the Indiana Department of Labor to ask why Luigi's Pizzeria is being fined more than Rico's Pizzeria, but they did not immediately respond to the messages. Yes, we would like to know why you're you're being charged twice as much for one and not the other. Mm, two people were arrested in connection with Shelton's murder already. Both were charged with murder and robbery resulting in serious bodily injury. No arrests have been made in the old man's killing, though. Oh, the poor old man's just getting the short end of the stick on all of this stuff, you know? It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's hard being a pizza delivery person when you're young, never mind being 60. Can you imagine where your life's got to go with your 60-year-old pizza delivery driver? That's rough stuff there. And then, and then to boot, you get murdered on the job? Oh, you know, it's like I often think, Hey, my life, ooh, I'm suffering because something comes up, you know, I can't pay rent or whatever the deal is. You know, hey, it's like, at least I'm not a pizza delivery driver in Indiana where where apparently murdering pizza delivery drivers seems to be a a very common occurrence. You know, life is good for me. This is what Weird AF News does for me. It gets me in the, the right headspace where I go, wow, at least my life isn't this shitty. Oh boy, you know, is it just me or what? Will your cat eat your corpse? This is something we've all thought about, right? <laughs> Haven't you? No, I have never thought about this because I've never owned a cat. I'm more of a dog person. I don't think my dog or the dogs I've ever owned would ever eat my corpse. I would I would say a cat will, though. I haven't read the article yet, but I'm going to guess a cat will eat your corpse because cats, they're not, they're not loyal like dogs are. The cat does not give a shit about anybody. They're such snobs. They just... You know, it's like uh, you come home from work, the dog is right there at the front door. Hey, so good to see you. I'm your buddy. You come home from work, where's the cat? Cat doesn't give a damn. It's not there to say hi to you. Maybe three hours later, it pops out of a closet or something. It was like, oh, what's up? I forgot you live here. Yeah, whatever. I would have said hi to you, but I was in the back of this closet licking my butt, and I thought that was way more important at the time. Uh, Why don't you feed me, you douchebag? Yeah, that's a cat's attitude towards its... It's owner usually. Usually, I'm making I'm making blanket generalizations here, but this is my experience with cats. Uh, so, it's a morbid hypothetical. Let's say that you died suddenly, all alone in your house. Would your cat eat you? Have you wondered this? It's a question that's kept many a pet owner awake at night, and one that's gaining attention thanks to a recent paper out of the Forensic Investigation Research Station at Colorado Mesa University, while conducting a study on body decomposition. In separate incidents, forensics researchers unintentionally captured footage of two feral cats feasting on human corpses. Interestingly, the cats picked favorites, each returning to their preferred body multiple times over the course of several weeks. Huh. Here's a quote. We have this kind of morbid curiosity about what our cats might do to us given the opportunity. Uh, would they kill us? Would they snack on our dead body? And I think that's why people kind of latched on to this particular research. It's that it's really morbidly fascinating. Now, to be clear, the study doesn't mean that all cats will eat corpses or even that most cats will. For one, the cats in this study were feral and possibly hungry. While there's no genetic difference between feral cats and domestic cats, it they believe it's much less likely that a well-fed house cat would engage in this sort of behavior. Aw, oh, boring. Yeah, but if you have died in the house and then the cat the cat can't get any food, eventually it would just eat you, right? Because they don't give a damn. For ethical reasons, information about this kind of thing tends to come from unintentional observations like the Colorado Mesa University one rather than experiments in which scientists, scientists 
unleash house cats on the recently deceased. So I guess they can't really do a study like that. But the study does provide some interesting insights into cat behaviors. Um, Here's a quote. As a cat behaviorist, I think what's really interesting about this study in particular is that we primarily think of cats as predators, or as animals who hunt, kill, and then eat what they've killed. And in this case, it really highlights the fact that they are also scavengers. Well, that's helpful to know, that they'll just scavenge off your dead body after you die in your, in your own apartment. What about those old cat ladies? You know, the ones that have 17 cats and they're crazy? What about those ladies when they die? Do the cats just have a feast on them, on her or him? <laughs> I guess a guy could be a cat lady in a way. <laughs> well, the researchers want you to know that uh, it's important to recognize that just because animals will eat part of your corpse does not mean that they will eat you when you're alive. So that's good to know. Um, yeah, so don't, you don't have to be worried about your cat or your dog chomping on you while you're alive. I think we all knew that. Um, I'd like to know, if, if would, would the dog eat you after you're dead? That's something I've thought about. I mean, I said earlier in the in this segment that a dog wouldn't because it's so loyal. But I mean, at the end of the day, the, these dogs they really love their meat, right? So if you if you did happen to die, and let's say you're kind of there for a bit, and now you, no one's fed the dog, will it chomp down on your on your corpse? I feel like it would as well. What I'm saying is, guys, we're living with animals that are just gonna. At the end of the day, they could eat us. It's it's, it's very frightening. Okay, and I think that. Uh, I think it's something that we need to think about. Maybe not. Maybe not. A woman performed a spiritual ritual on a dead possum in the middle of the road, demanding it repent, the police say. Yes, this is in Waukesha, Wisconsin. People in Waukesha say they received reports of a woman who was performing a spiritual ritual on a dead possum in the middle of a street. According to the police logs, officers were sent to the intersection of Springdale Road and Bluemon Road just after 1 p.m. You guys know that place, right? That intersection is nuts over in Waukesha. My goodness. Unbelievable over there. I'm afraid to walk by. They reported a suspicious person there. Of course, it's the corner of Bluemont Road and Springdale Road in Waukesha. Duh. The police say a woman was performing a spiritual ritual on a dead animal in the road in the right-hand lane. <laughs> Unbelievable. According to the police, the woman opened the driver's side door of her silver car. She stood near the animal and began throwing water up into the air. Oh, like holy water. She's like, repent for your sins, dead possum. I'm going to save your soul. Uh, The police call logs detailed the woman's activities even further, indicating that a witness reported the woman was throwing goldfish and windshield washer fluid onto the dead animal. (laughs) Because you guys know if you want to save somebody's soul... You throw goldfish on them and windshield washer fluid. That's how you do it. This holy water, that's for rookies. You want to save somebody's soul? Challenge yourself with some windshield washer fluid, all right? (laughs) Especially the kind you get at the dollar store. That's the cheap shit. Um, Goldfish as in gold, like real goldfish, like the dead goldfish? Or were they alive when you threw them at the dead possum? That's a strange thing to throw at a dead possum is goldfish. What a waste of fish. Do they mean goldfish crackers? It doesn't say goldfish crackers, but I, I'd i imagine this, like goldfish crackers would be something that you could, I don't know, throw at somebody to try and make them repent. <laughs> this is kind of funny. Goldfish crackers. <laughs> Confess your sins. <laughs> All right, I'm an idiot. Okay, she then pulled out a green... A Green Bay Packer lawn chair 
and yelled, Repent! at the dead animal. Repent, possum! The person who called the police said they followed the woman after she drove from the scene of the dead animal, noting that she was driving erratically. What you follow this lady for? What have you got? You got nothing going on during the day? You're going to follow this woman around? That seems strange to me. Why don't you get a life? Although maybe this person saved the rest of the community. I mean, there's other possums and vermin in the area, you know. Who knows what she would have done to a honey badger or a beaver or a woodchuck later on that day. I mean, she might have tried to exercise the demons in all of these little creatures, you know. Next thing you know, she gets her face ripped off by a mongoose. She could have endangered herself if she went at the wrong, the wrong weasel, you know. When the police arrived at the scene, the woman wasn't there, of course, though the animal, later determined to be a possum, was removed from the roadway. And that's all the information this article has. What happened to the lady, though? They're not, they don't say what they did to her. They clearly arrested her, but is she is she in the hands of some doctors? I mean, this woman's a crazy person. You can't... I mean, that's what it all comes down to. It's very, very sad, really, that someone would think that a possum needs to be saved like that, and that this is what you do to save a possum. Drop some... Drop some little pet fish, some windshield wiper fluid. I mean, that's that's bananas. This could be somebody's mother. Imagine, my goodness. And you know, this story just goes to show that you think you uh, you, you think you care for animals, Peter. Yeah, you do. Well, I don't think you care enough. Okay, are you out there blessing the dead animals that are in the community with some windshield wiper fluid and goldfish? I don't think so. This lady's onto something. She really gives a damn about the souls of these possums and maybe some other vermin. I don't know. Are possums, possums vermin? I don't know. They're a, oh, they're marsupials, correct? What other marsupials are there out there? I don't know. Is a wombat a marsupial? I have no idea. I need, to, I need to educate myself. Hey, what's up, weirdos? It's Jonesy. Thanks for listening. I'm recording from Kyoto. Only got a few more days left in Japan. Um... By the way, please forgive the quality of this recording. My microphone broke yesterday, and um, it's going to take me a bit to get another one. So I'm going to have to wait till I get back to Los Angeles to buy another microphone. But thankfully, I have Patreons who uh, have sent me some money, and uh, I can use that money to buy a new microphone. Um, yeah, you got to use that money for equipment and for weird adventures and whatnot, you know, and uh, caffeine and other chemicals, you know how it goes you guys can join the patreon as well if you want to help me get through my life it's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash weird af news and then you can be like annie annie joined the patreon thank you annie so much for becoming a patron annie and i were talking on instagram for a little bit she's marvelous and i'm so appreciative for annie um and anybody who's joined the Patreon, please enjoy the extra content that you'll have on there. Join some of the some of the discussions, some of the discussions we're having on there as well. It's like a little club of people who enjoy what I do. Uh, so yeah, I appreciate all my patrons. Got some emails. Constance, Connie Fortune, that's her name. She wrote, "My Google Assistant plays Weird AF News first thing in the morning. Love starting my day with some laughter. Take care and enjoy your trip, Jonesy, Connie." Thank you, Connie. Much love to you. Thomas Swain wrote me an email as well. He's a very young man. He said, I just wanted to say I've been listening to your podcast for about two years. Since season one. Wow, season one. Seems like decades ago, doesn't it? Your stories absolutely make my day. I love your vegan stories and your singing. Ah, I got a lot of vegan stories and a lot of singing. That's right, Thomas. You're in the right place. Uh and Thomas, it looks like he wrote me a review somewhere. Is that on Apple? Unbelievable. Uh, Thomas from Seattle. Appreciate it so much. Man, a review? 
He's a young boy here. I think, what does he say? He's 12 years old, I think. Unbelievable. I, I think, uh, I often think I'm not very appealing to extremely young people, but maybe I am. I don't know. It's hard to tell. <laughs> I only have a couple young listeners who reach out to me, so uh, I don't really know. Who else reached out to me? Uh, I think that's about it. We'll cover that. We'll cover it like that. It's um, I'm winding down this day. Uh, it's been very cold and rainy. I went to a, a castle today. That was pretty cool. It was very weird. Um, got some good photos that I'll put up for you guys. And uh, you can follow my adventures on Instagram at Funny Jones, on Twitter at Funny Jones, on Facebook, Comedian Jonesy. The email's funnyjones at gmail.com, and you can call the show 646-450-2012. Well, tomorrow's Florida Fridays, so uh, looking forward to that. Send me some articles if you come across them, and we'll see you then. All right, guys, much love.